Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to my independence report. I owe you all an apology because our guest that was scheduled for this hour, Christina, is uh, not going to be here today. Uh, we crossed wires and stuff, but I did want to talk a little bit about stuff. But uh, first of all, Matthew is here. Matt, how are you today? Just wonderful. Always be great to be here, Kevin. Oh, good. Well, you know, one of the things that we wanted to talk about with Christina was, uh, and you've been, you've been scratching a bunch of notes down about uh, what one of the things that she wanted to talk about, which was um, her husband passed away suddenly from something that I didn't even know about until I got it. And now, and, and, and so talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the research that you've done and found about Sepis. Sepis is something that we've all heard the word. And then when I looked it up, it said it doesn't go much further than that that so many of us don't know exactly what it is, what, but it's out there. According to the internet, over 250,000 Americans alone die of this. And here's what's ironic. It stems from your body treating itself over an infection. And as chemicals are released naturally from your body to address a certain ailment, those chemicals can in turn create a new infection and that's where we get our sepsis from. So the body's in a self-healing mode and something new comes out and it must be treated immediately. It could cause death. Well, it's interesting because I had that. I didn't know what it was at the time. But, uh, oh, by the way, and I, I, there again, I just need to tell everybody that, that, hold on, hold on, hold on. We might, we might. Oh, this is, this is live radio, folks. It's happening. We need a drum roll. Oh, come on. Hello? Hi, this is Christina Flack. <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you? I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. My timer didn't come off, and I didn't. I'm so sorry. I totally apologize. This don't don't be. Don't be. Don't be. <laughs> First of all, you don't need to apologize for anything. You're, you're, you're awesome. Yeah. You're getting out of your car too. Oh, well, you're, uh, yeah, I'm getting into my car. I just looked at my clock, my walk, my phone, and I'm like, oh my god, were they going to call me, or was I going to call them? So, my sincerest apologies. Oh no, no. And by the way, we are uh, we, we took your call and we are live on the air. So we are doing the podcast as we speak, and we had just Amazing. we had just started, my dear, and we're talking about. And first of all, um, I, I, I my my greatest sympathy for your loss. But we were talking. Thank you so much. We we were starting uh, because I, as it turns out, I had that uh, three years ago. Oh no way! Oh my gosh! Well, thank goodness you survived. Well, I went to the hospital, and you know, you had that because uh, I had a rash that was all over my entire lower body, and I didn't know what it was, uh -huh. and it was just awful. But uh, I, and I'm so sorry. That oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Thank you. That's so kind. So tell us a little bit about uh, about Ken. He was a uh, professional tennis player, and he was a yes, he was. He was so he, he was he in good was shape. 
he was in great shape. He was 54 years old. He loved to play golf. He was really happy in his life. Um, he won a gold medal. He was number one in the world uh, in doubles with his partner, Rob Saguso. They um, were on the Davis Cup team. You know, they, they had an amazing career. And then after he retired, he went on to coach at Vanderbilt, where he was incredibly successful. Um, and then when we got married in 2010, he decided to open up um, some barbecue restaurants and, you know, enjoy playing golf and his family and his kids and, you know, our life together. So um, what else can I tell you? And then he got, sadly, he got sick with bronchitis which turned into pneumonia. Uh, we called Kaiser Permanente, who was our you know, healthcare provider at the time. Um, and their protocol uh, here is that you call in and speak to an advice nurse. And then, you know, they set up an appointment with a doctor. They had known that he uh, had, you know, that his, comp his immune system had been compromised because he had been on um, prednisone. And so uh, the advice nurse actually mentioned that. So they um, had Dr. John Culbertson um, call him, and all he gave him was cough medicine with codeine and an inhaler. And the problem with cough medicine with codeine that most people don't know, which I was unaware of as well, it suppresses the breathing to the point where if you do have an infection, the infection will grow like at a, at a rate like a crazy wildfire. So within 12 hours of Ken getting the cough medicine with codeine and the inhaler, uh, he was spitting up blood when I rushed him to the emergency. Uh, they put him on three different types of oxygen to try and stabilize his breathing, which they couldn't do. Uh, the doctor then called me into out of the room to just tell me that Ken wasn't doing well and that he could possibly die, which I was... I couldn't even imagine, you know, because he just seemed to have a cold. They unfortunately uh, failed not seeing him. They failed not giving him an antibiotic, obviously. But also when he got to the hospital, when they realized he was septic, it took him three and a half hours to get him on the proper antibiotic, which, as you know, with sepsis, if you get catch it in time and get on the proper, pro you know, uh, antibiotic protocol, you absolutely can survive. But unfortunately, and very sadly, because today it's two years that Ken has passed, that, you know, he didn't survive because he wasn't treated in time. So that's why after he passed, I just felt it was, you know, something that, you know, the Sepsis Alliance contacted me about using his likeness and me speaking about it because, you know, he was such an amazing athlete. And, you know, I felt compelled to do that. You know, everyone grieves, you know, differently, but for me, this helps, it makes me feel better that I can help others not feel the loss that my family and Ken's children and my children have felt in the last two years. Well, and Christina, we, so, we, we really appreciate um, uh, your story. And, and, and I just want to add to that if I can. So when I, when I came down with it, it was like in the evening and I felt I had these chills and I was really right. cold and I couldn't get warm. Right. And, and right. then I started to get this rash and this rash mm -hmm. was in, in my, in, from my, you know, toes all the way, virtually all the way up to my, to my groin. 
and it, I, I was, oh my gosh. he was all turning red. And so the next morning I went into, it was like 25 degrees outside. And I went into the, uh, um, I went into the emergency room and I said, I think I'm sick. And she said, well, you're sweating. You probably are. And, uh, so they took me in and it wasn't even a question. They said, nope, you're staying. I was there for five days and they gave me an antibiotic. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I, I had inter intravenous, uh, antibiotics and, and all, they wouldn't even let me go home because they said no. your, your organs could shut down and you could die. No. And that's exactly what happens with sepsis. And, what I'd like your listeners to know that if they go to sepsis.org, they can read about, there's a thing that they have on there called time. And time is exactly what you mentioned. Temperature, higher or lower than normal. Um, eye is for infection. And they have signs of, you know, you may have symptoms of an infection. M is for mental decline. I don't know if you felt that, but it, you could be confused or sleepy or difficult to, you know, rouse. Um, yep. And then E is for extremely ill. You feel like you might die, severe pain or discomfort. And that's exactly what Ken had said. I feel, you know how we all say, I think I'm going to die. Well, I think this is at a, another level of, of that. Um, it's uh, also, I'm sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say that it, it, it is. I can't remember feeling any worse than that in my entire life. That was, that was awful. Mm -hmm. Hi, Christina. This sorry is. About that. Hi, Christina. This is Matt, and we are, we are so proud to have you with us. So grateful. Oh and, my gosh! And we You're admire so your kind. we admire your courage. What's amazing about SEPTA is that there's a lot of deception here, because initially the body is self healing an infection, but the chemicals the body is releasing to do so creates a new infection, and that's where we get mm -hmm. SEPTAs. And so a right. lot of people have heard of it, but don't quite understand it. And I saw the seven symptoms that you just covered, but they emphasize mm -hmm. immediately. You have an infection Correct. that the body's healing. You're starting to get somewhat of flu, flu symptoms that are going to extremes. You play it safe the way Kevin did. Right. Well, and that's the thing with sepsis. You know, we always say like, oh, I'll just go to sleep. I'll get a good night's sleep. And then if I feel bad tomorrow, then I'll go to the doctor. But with sepsis, there is not a tomorrow. You absolutely, when you see, feel any of these signs, you absolutely need to get to an ER, demand a blood test. Because sometimes, you know, these symptoms are so vague and you know, that people don't really think even in the medical field, they don't even realize they don't, they're like, Oh, we well, don't have all the symptoms. So you probably aren't septic, but you know what? I've had people call me after the fact saying that I absolutely, that the person absolutely had sepsis and the symptoms and they didn't want to get tested, but thank God that they insisted and they were able to get on the proper um, antibiotic and they survived. But it is such a gruesome when it got to the point, like with Ken, that his organs were shutting down. So let me back up a bit. I'm sorry. Um, after the doctor had said to me that he wasn't doing well, he told me he was going to intubate Ken um, at the Kaiser Permanente uh, ER in San Rafael, California. And I, he said, you know, we just need to go in there, <clears throat> put, you know, put him um, clear out his lungs. And I, and that absolutely made perfect sense to me because I could, I could hear the, the fluid in his lungs. What they did not, and they failed to mention to me was that intubation is life support. So I was not aware that I had no idea that that was, 
you know, life support. Um, and I told Ken that he was just, you know, going under to get his lungs cleared out. So, you know, when I said goodbye to him, you know, for the procedure, I didn't realize that was the last time that my husband and I would speak to each other, which is, you know, horrifying, you know, it's just so tragic and sad. I'm so sorry. So yeah, it's terrible. So then his organs started shutting down and then his appendages, his arms and his legs started turning black. And I, you know, I was trying to keep him warm and, you know, rub his hands and his feet to keep him warm and wrap him in blankets. When I brought a specialist in to discuss the discoloration or the blackening of the appendages, uh, the, the specialist told me that if he survived, his arms and legs would have to be amputated. And at that point, I just knew that, you know, my husband was never, I could never do that to him. You know, if he couldn't play golf, drink a beer, you know, hug his children, walk, I, that is not a quality of life for anyone and certainly not a, you know, an Olympic athlete. So at that point, um, you know, I had to make the horrible decision of, you know, take, taking him off of life support. And that was literally Thursday. I brought him into the hospital by Monday. It had gotten to that point. And that's when he passed away and, and he passed away instantly. It was, you know, he was already it was gone. Shocking. Yeah, he, he was gone. You're absolutely correct. He was up. He was already gone. Go ahead, so, now. Christina. Now you, it's just yes. Oh, forgive me. You touched off Not on. Some, you have touched off on something that myself and every one of my friends is greatly guilty of, and that is we can feel an element. We felt it all of our life. We will walk it off. We will feel better tomorrow. We should, instead of playing it safe the way you're advising and how Kevin did. And where I'm going with this is right after this interview, I am going to the hospital because when I was not being able to see out of my eye about eight months ago, someone told mm -hmm. me to play it safe and go. And I thought it's just, you wake up, you get a little blurry in one eye later in the day, you forgot all about right. it. Well, mm -hmm. they told me to go within two days, they did surgery and they saved my eye and I have my eye because somebody talked oh, me into gosh. quit Thank being, goodness. they talked me into quit being that type of guy that, oh, I could just walk it off. We're getting at an age as you're saying it, Kevin, play it safe and go do it for your loved ones. They need you. Absolutely. It's so, so important. And, you know, we just, I don't know. I don't know how we've gotten it instilled in us that like, oh, just tomorrow will be better, and, and you know, we'll walk it off. And, and, and it's crazy if you think about it. It's a guy you thing. Know? It's it is, I think it's a guy and girl thing, but but definitely a guy thing. Definitely. I, my my rheumatologist so, said said one time because uh, I said I'm not taking my medication properly. She said, "I know you're a guy. Mm -hmm. You don't do that kind of stuff." <laughs> I'm a retired teamster. Exactly. He's he's not a guy, that guy over here. <laughs> I'm a retired teamster. Yeah. And when I was new oh, in that my. line of work, we made fun of guys who went to the doctor. Of course you did. We made fun of guys that had a reason for calling in sick. Okay. So, Isn't that crazy? Yes. I grew out of it. Now, now good. Thank goodness. Now we've talked we've talked about Canon and uh and stuff, but I'm really interested to find out more about Christina and what she does and uh uh you know you have 
not only survived what happened with Ken, but but you are an incredible individual all by yourself. Tell our audience who you are and everything that you do. <laughs> I don't know when you have time. Oh my gosh, you're so nice. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, and I don't think I get enough done in the day, but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm the CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. Um, it's a, a line of makeup that I created, and I am a celebrity makeup artist, and I'm represented by Artist Services in San Francisco, LA, and New York. So I work with a lot of uh, celebrities and, uh, you know, I do weddings and, you know, all kinds of fun makeup things. I, you know, do, you know, work with fashion. I've worked with Gucci and Louis Vuitton. I work for Fox, CBS, NBC. I've been really blessed working with an amazing, you know, amazing people in my career. You know, I'm so lucky that people, you know, I get paid to talk to people that, you know, I you know, had Condoleezza Rice in my chair, and Ted Cruz and, you know, Journey and Metallica and, you know, Can other you, athletes. And I'm, you've, you've had, you've had some just incredible, you're the, you know, if you want to find out more about the people that she's made up and made to look really, really uh, handsome and or pretty, you can go to uh, uh, ChristinaFlack.com. And she's got a whole list of celebrities and all sorts of folks there. And you spell the last name. Um, F L A C H. F L and, and and it is it is Flack, right? Yes, it's Flack. ChristinaFlack.com, yes. Perfect. So, so I just finished um, a TV show in Los Angeles for Fox with Isaiah Washington. He used to be on Grey's Anatomy. Um, so I just we just shot eight episodes for the first season of a show called Kitchen Talk with Isaiah Washington, which should be coming out uh, the end of April on Fox. So oh, cool. That was super fun. Yeah. Cool. So, so can you uh, kind of like name drop and who, who, who's not, who, who isn't a very nice celebrity? <laughs> well, I'll never get hired again, but um, I will just say that all my uh, clients have been actually really lovely. I mean, of course they I'm, have. Yeah. Yeah. No, they've all been nice. I, you know, you know, why are they not going to be nice to me? I'm so nice to them. Oh um, yeah. You know, I've worked with some, you know, I've worked with a lot of people from the Food Network, Tyler Florence, Bobby Slay. Um, you know, I I have just been some basketball players, Jalen Brown. He, You know, I did a uh, shoot with Jalen four days before he was signed with the Celtics. Um, that was pretty fun. And, you know, it, it's just, it's really a great, great job. I get to go to different places all the time and I meet interesting people and, you know, it's, it's really, you know, and I'm paid very well um, and it's, it's fantastic. So, and I also do, you know, I've created my line, uh, Pretty Girl Makeup. I worked with a, a chemist to create, formulate the, you know, the formula for the lip gloss that's natural and long lasting. I am self-funded and woman owned. So I wanted, you know, all my colors to look good on all different skin types. So it took all over a year actually uh, to get the colors and the formulation perfect. Christina, and, I have a, oh, I'm sorry. I have a question, yeah, Christina. Is this something uh -huh. that, is this something that really can't be taught? You have it, you have the savvy and you just go with it. Is that what got you here? I think with, for, for the makeup. Yes. Yeah. I think, well, I, you know, I've had people teach me, um, you know, you know, some basic things, but I've learned, you know, I've looked in magazines. I don't know. I think I can see color. I can, 
I've learned, you know, how to make people look like the best versions of themselves. I think that's probably a gift God blessed me with, and I'm really grateful for it. Um, so are your and clients. Also just, yeah. <laughs> and I think just the experiences of working with, you know, different companies like Mark and Graham and William Sonoma that have taught me how to do a natural look that's not what you see these days on the internet and Instagram that are, you know, very contoured. You know, I like people to just look natural and, and, and dewy and beautiful and fresh. And um, I feel like right now it's just so overdone and the lash extensions and the contouring. It's just, it doesn't, people look like clowns to me and I, I, it'll, it'll shift. It's, it always does fashion changes and makeup trends change all the time. But I, you know, when I work with a bride or, you know, with a celebrity, I, I just want them to look at the image that, that is the outcome of, of our shoot and not know what year it was by looking at how the makeup was done or the hair was done. I just want it to be timeless and classic. So how is it that you, well, first of all, you today are the makeup artist to the stars. You've got your own company. You've got uh, a makeup line that's to die for. And it's, and, and it's a wonderful life that you've created. How did you get started in this? It wasn't like you woke up one day and said, I'm going to be a makeup artist to the stars. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got to know, admit it's, it's so a little unusual. It is. It is very unusual. I have to say, I started. You know, I I have five children, um, and so it was just like a. I I started doing my friends, and then someone would say, "Oh, you should do a wedding," and then I was on holiday in Hawaii with uh, my children and uh, my husband at the time, and a friend of mine said, "Oh." we're being pretty girls right now. We're sitting at the pool. And I'm like, what does that even mean? She goes, well, our kids are swimming and they, we don't need to be in the pool and we're having an iced tea or maybe it was a Mai Tai and, you know, reading our <laughs> magazines and chatting and it's, we're being pretty. And I thought that was just, I don't know. It just struck me as so funny. And I thought I'm going to create a, I, I've been thinking about, you know, creating a lip gloss line because I wear lip gloss all the time. And every time I would put on other brands, every time I took a sip of water, which I'm constantly doing, it would come off. And I thought, I thought, you know, I'm going to come up with a lip gloss that like stays on like for a long time. That's natural and, and hydrating and anti-aging and, you know, good for you. So when I found the name pretty girl, I ran in and called my lawyer and I said, can you see if this has been patented because I want to trademark it. And he said, you know, I don't know how it hasn't, but, we're going to do it. So that's how it started. And it, I, I was so um, lucky that my banker at Wells Fargo at the time, Patrick knew the beauty editor at the San Francisco Chronicle. And uh, he had given her some of my products and she called and did a little, you know, like a little paragraph interview of, of my line and me and um, a publicist named Yvette Masterson with Y public relations. Um, called me and said, you know, I'd love to represent you. And, and from there, I just started getting in all these magazines and my product and on TV. And <clears throat> sadly, I, uh, one of my children passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. And, uh, in 2008 and, uh, his name was Bo and he was a twin of my, my son, Ben. And, um, that my career kind of, stalled for a while because I was so devastated at the loss of my son. 
Um, I just didn't care for a while about pretty much anything. You know, my kids obviously kept me going and I, you know, for a month or two, I was uh, numbing my feelings and my pain with, you know, you know, sleeping pills, you know, sure. but then I just, I had to just go, okay, enough's enough, you know, it's been, you know, whatever it has been 60 days. And, um, I, I thought, okay, what am I going to do? I can't do this to my kids and my husband. So I, I started a, a garden at a school where my son went to school called Edna McGuire school. There's a, a outdoor teaching garden uh, named after my son, Bo, the Bo Friedman outdoor garden. And then I started an educational foundation at the Northern Lights school in Oakland, California, which is an amazing school for minority children that are, they're all on scholarship because none of them can afford to be, you know, pay for private school. So I started that and it just kind of helped me heal. And, you know, another thing I've been speaking about lately, and I don't even know how this evolved, but it did was, was, you know, talking about grief because, you know, there's no exact formula and uh, of grieving and everyone grieves differently. I had gone to grief camp at, uh, Canyon Ranch in Arizona after Ken died. And I learned that, you know, every, every, no one's grief is more severe than anyone else's. They're all, everyone's is valid and, and everyone has a different way of, of handling it. However, I am of the belief that, you know, everything is a blessing and, you know, Ken dying and both dying and my mother passing are horrible, horrible things, but that's part of life. And it is my choice how I want to handle, you know, moving forward. And, you know, I have four other children, you know, that depend on me and I want them to have happy, healthy lives. And so I've had to kind of keep it together and, and try and have the most positive life I can have and, and, and share with others. And if I can help children who normally wouldn't have the education, a private education, then I'm so happy that I'm able to, to do that. And, I'm grateful to be here with you guys today, even though I was late. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, no, you're, you're. I'm, I'm so horrified. I can't even tell you. Um, no, no, you're, you're but, fine. But I did want to ask you because, um, you, you lost your mom, you lost a son, you lost your husband, and you had four little ducklings that you had to take care of. How did you and the family deal with the grief overall and get through it so where all of you could thrive? I think, you know, we love each other all so much. And, you know, it's so funny how your children teach you things. My daughter, Melania, who lives in London, she's amazing. She's a fashion designer. And she um, she said to me after Ken passed, you know, I was so upset. And she said, you know, Mom, you were so devastated after Bo died. And Daddy made you laugh again. And he made you smile. And he healed all of us. And even her biological father who she calls dad and she called Ken daddy. And it was so amazing for her to, to, to tell me. So why, you know, that she said, you know, it was a blessing that we had daddy. And so I try to come now from a place of gratitude. I, I really am grateful for the time that I had with Ken and not for the time that I didn't. I'm glad I'm so grateful. I had those eight years with him. They were amazing. And, and his children and his family, you know, um, and I'm sorry you know, I, I wish so much that he was still alive and sharing my life with me, but I, 
I just have to be grateful for what I had and not for what I don't have. And I think if people can, you know, that are grieving can, can, can think of, of that and, and honor their, their loved ones instead of just being depressed and sad. I think I believe in angels. I believe that, you know, Ken and Bo and my mom and my grandparents are watching over me. And I feel that it would be so hard being an angel up in heaven, watching people down here depressed and sad and, and not living a happy, loving existence. So I, that's kind of how I and my children, how we've moved, you know, survived this, you know, it's day by day. There's some days worse than others, obviously, um, you know, Christmas and his birthday and today that is the anniversary of him passing are definitely harder than, than other days. Oh, sure. But I try to just think of, you know, him smiling and laughing and golfing and, you know, being with our children and, you know, that's how I, I handle this. Well, you know, and, uh, on Tuesday of this, of this week, we had, uh, John Edward on, do you know who that is? Oh, the, um, the, the psychic medium. Oh, the psychic medium. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. wow, that must have been interesting. It, it, re- it really was. And one of the things that he made really clear is that grief is something that you work through. And what he tries to do is to help you understand that while you're working through the grief, that those people that have left you are still with you. That they. Oh, I totally believe that. Absolutely. And the, I've had so many instances since Ken has passed of signs he's given me. I mean, my daughter called me into her bedroom and she's like, mom, look, the TV had frozen on the golf channel, which was his favorite channel um, <laughs> on our anniversary. It was so funny. And, uh, and then another was uh, on our, on our wedding anniversary, like two weeks after, which is March 31st. I was, I was doing makeup for a wedding, which was obviously incredibly hard considering, you know, Ken had just passed, but the, um, that Titanic song had, had come on the radio oh or not or on the playlist and i went well of course this came on this was like ken and i he always said our love was titanical and the the bride like everyone was silent in the room there were like 10 women there and i said oh my gosh i'm sorry i didn't mean to make you guys uncomfortable they said we don't know how this song's playing it's not on our playlist look it's christina aguilera you know beautiful <laughs> and i'm like that's my husband, you know, it was so cool. Well, you and know, that's, that's really, a, really neat. It's the one thing that is, that I've found to be true is that, that they find a way to. Oh, they absolutely do. We just have to be open to it and, and see the signs. They're there all day long. You know, if you want to see it. Oh, absolutely. By the way, we're talking with Christina Flack and she is a makeup artist to the stars, which is a title all by itself. She's also a CEO of a makeup company and the mother of five and um, has has led a charmed life it's and but but you know what's interesting is if you some if somebody were to look at your website and somebody were to look at your picture and you they'd say boy she sure is lucky she's she must have a silver spoon in her mouth because nothing and she doesn't have any problems and she's perfect. That's just not so you've had, you've had, Oh my gosh. If only <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was true. It's, you know, a lot of life is an illusion. Um, I mean, I have had a blessed life. I have amazing family and friends and work that I love. And I've had love, you know, from, you know, my husband and 
my children and, and, you know, I am very blessed, but there's no one's life is perfect. And, you know, I will be the first to say that I have days that are harder than others. And I'm very sad and I cry and I get depressed and I, but I really am disciplined and I try to wake up every morning and say, it's going to be a beautiful day. I wake up, I have green juice, I have vinegar and water and vitamins and I, you know, work out every day. I meditate, I do yoga, I hike. And I just try to be happy. I mean, because, you know, it's happiness is a choice. And I definitely, I, it's my friend, Diana, that makes jokes about me that I don't know how to be sick. I don't know how to be depressed or sad. I mean, I obviously am at times, but it, it feels very foreign to me to be in a bad mood. I, I, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, ooh, this is weird. I don't like this feeling. Like, well, it needs to go away. Well, I'm proud of you for that. Um, by the way, <laughs> can we can we take some phone calls? Absolutely. Okay. Now these are, now keep in mind these are blind phone calls, so I have no earthly idea what they're going to say. Oh, so, Lord. so <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> okay, flying without a net. Here we are. And uh, okay, uh, you're on the air with uh, Christina. Hi. Hello. How are you guys? Hi. Hello. We're good. Yeah. You? Can you hear me? Hi. I'm good. Yep. I, it's good to hear from you, Christina. So glad that you're, you made it on the show. So glad to connect the two of you together. Um, I just want to say, oh, thank I, you. Nice to hear from you. I read. Um, about your your story, you know, obviously you and I had talked fashion, but I read about your your loss of your son and your husband, and it's just really good to know that somebody out there can go through so much and come out so well. Wow, well, thank you. It's definitely a work in progress, and I I, I try every day, you know, and I'm I've got so much to be thankful for, and um, you know, it's life life's great, you know, I. I'm really grateful. Is this my new friend, by the way, who's sending me all sorts of wonderful people? <laughs> Guilty as charged. Uh -oh. <laughs> what happened? I like to connect people together. Well, you, you didn't. Yeah, she's a connector. She is a connector. That's awesome. Yes. I, I try to be. Yeah. I, I like to build bridges between people. I wanted to be an architect when I was younger, but my math skills wouldn't have allowed it. So I decided to build bridges between people instead. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's wow. a very nice way that's of putting really it. really neat. And we have another, have another caller on the line that has got to, what, what would you like to say to Christina today? Hello. Hello. Hello, Christina. What an inspiring story. But I do have a question. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. So on, nice. on keeping your product authentic and pure, because there's you read so much about cosmetics, and the latest thing is some have asbestos in it, and you're just appalled. But how in the industry does that kind of thing happen? Um, and how do you keep your product you know, pure for people, because it sounds like you're really, really into having a, a well-being for your customers and your clients. And so how do you do that? Well, I, you know, I, all my products are made in the United States. Um, 
at a, at a, at a, you know, with the chemist here. And I, it was really important to me. I'm very into leading a, a very, you know, clean, healthy, you know, life as much as possible. And I certainly, you know, I use my own products and I use them on my clients and my family and friends. And so, I, I mean, there was no option for me other than to make something that was, you know, as natural as possible using, you know, natural oils and, and, and things like that, because it's, you know, it, it does matter what you put it onto your body. It gets absorbed into your bloodstream. And so I certainly wanted to make sure that my products were as, as healthy and natural as possible. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Oh, well, thank you so much. I hope you try them one day. I will. Thank you. <laughs> of course. I, I, now, I'd give them a try, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't help. So <laughs> probably not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, by the way, we're talking with Christina Flack. She is the makeup artist of the stars. She's got her own, uh, uh, makeup company. She does some incredible stuff. You're just, you know, and you've got a positive, wonderful attitude all the time, or at least that's what it seems like to me. Um, and you've worked through some adversity. We all have, uh, yours is, is pretty, pretty dynamic. Um, I, you know, I, I'm just applaud you, uh, greatly. Matt, did you have a question? Well, yes, uh, Christina, you made a comment and I, I will carry this with me through life. You said, Oh my God. You said that's for so the funny. best versions of themselves, that that's what you're creating yeah. the best versions for themselves. Timeless right. classic. You can't date it. And I want to put that hand in hand with that memorial garden you have for your son, Bo. And also oh, this you. show, you are making everything the best for us right now. You're making it all in one sweet package and you're inspiring people to look better, to realize their loved ones are still with us because they are. I say hello to mine every day. This package oh, as a whole, so nice. and one more time, the best version of themselves. Uh, I will carry that with me through life. You'll always be oh, credited for that. He, he, oh, thank you. I'm so honored. You know, I wanted to mention something else. Uh, my son, Ben, both twin, um, every year, uh, the, the Northern Lights School puts on a celebrity golf tournament. Vita Blue is, uh, it's the Vita Blue Celebrity Golf Tournament okay. for Northern Lights School. Yeah, it's really cool. So we have like the 49ers and the Raiders and the A's and the Giants, all these different athletes and, you know, business people, you know, come and help raise money for the school because the school's run solely on grants and donations. Uh, so my son, Ben, for the last four years has gone on a hole and they call it beat the kid. Um, and people, you know, the golfers give him in a minimum of $20 to hit the golf ball for him. It's on a par three. And one time he got a hole in one, which he credited to his twin. He said, mom, you know, that was totally bow. Like there's no way. But last October he raised $35,500. Holy mackerel. Yeah. In one day. And he's 13 and <laughs> I'm so incredibly proud. I mean, he's remarkable. I'm so proud of him because he, you know, besides losing his twin and his, you know, his dad, you know, he was incredibly close with, with Ken. Um, you know, they were like glued together, but for him to raise that amount of money changed three, diff three lives of three students. They were able to go to school for one entire year to a private school which, you know, as you know, changes families and, and communities and changes the world. And so I, I applaud my son, 
Ben, so much for being such an inspiration at such a young age and, and changing the world. I just, I, I'm so proud and uh, I just look at him with awe, you know? Well, especially since, you know, w- when we lose a sibling, it's, it's really difficult. But to lose a twin, that's a whole different uh, ball it's of wax. a whole other level. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How did he it's, survive um, it? You know, he, I don't know. He's such a strong little human. He, you know, I guess because we all love him so much and he feels loved and, and, and cherished and knows that, you know, he knows his twins up in heaven with now he knows, you know, well, he said to me one day, he's like, well, I guess it's both turn to be with daddy. And I said, you know what? That's really beautiful. Yeah. I, th- I think it is both turn, which actually makes me feel a lot better uh, knowing that Bo has his, you know, has a daddy up there, you know, watching over him as well. It is, it is a really comforting thing to know. And th- th- this is what happened on Tuesday is that my sister who, by the way, you were just talking to about the makeup and uh, uh-huh. she was very, very, very close to my father. And he uh-huh. came through John Edward, uh, read him or read her. He came through and it was really a um, a moment in time where she could begin to deal with her grief and deal with it a little bit better. So if you have a strong belief in that they're not they're not gone, they're still with us. Um, they're just not Absolutely. here. Um, that right. it makes it a little bit easier to go on. And I'll bet you you have a conversation with Ken all the time, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I talk to him all the time. You know, like today I said, all right, you want to spend the day with me and, you know, hang out. And I keep thinking, you know, see a little sign. I found it was funny. I went to go uh, wash my dog. And uh, not something Ken would obviously want to do. He'd want to be on a golf course on this beautiful sunny day in California. But uh, I got out of my car and found two pennies right at my door. And it was uh, actually, excuse me, not at the do- in my car on the seat. And uh, they were not there the night before. That was him. Certain of that. It was him, him and Bo. Christina, I was so watching I- a documentary on the Navajo Indians, and they were talking about loved ones who are still around. And I love how they put uh-huh. it. They said, oh, they're still here. They're just on a different frequency. But they let us know yes. they're with us. Yes, I, I, I believe that. You know, I believe that. And. You know, I think, you know, people don't need to be so afraid of death if, if they knew that, you know, you get to go back and be with your family and your friends that have passed on. It's not such a horrible thing. It's just a different experience. It's something that you get to look forward to because one, one day you're going to go and you're going to be and you're going to meet up with Ken. You're going to meet up with Bo and it's, it's going to be a, a huge family reunion. Yes, I, I absolutely agree. You know, I'm, I'm really you know, when that's the time, I know it's not going to be for a very long time, but, um, no, you've got too yeah. much to do. Oh, I have a lot to do. I need to go make up more faces and, you know, raise more awareness for sepsis and watch my beautiful children, you know, grow up and, and have amazing lives. And, you know, I, I look at my children and, you know, I, I jokingly said to them, like, you know, figure out what you like to do and figure out how to get paid. I mean, I wasn't a joke. It was just what I've done. And, you know, I'm lucky that I get to go to Cabo or New York or LA to work. And, uh, so my daughter, uh, Melania, as I mentioned earlier, is, uh, in London and is a fashion designer. And my daughter Rose graduated from NYU film school and is now a writer in LA on a TV show. And she just finished, uh, mad about you the first 
season of the reboot of that. And my son Nikolai is a golfer in college and, and, you know, Ben's in seventh grade playing basketball and golf and, you know, and as they're all happy and healthy and I'm so grateful to just be their mom and watch them lead these, you know, wonderful lives that they, that they have passion and, and love for, you know, that's, that's all you can want for your kids them to be healthy and happy and balanced and doing things that make them happy. I submit to you, young lady, that you are the reason why the kids are doing as well as they are, because you are an incredible human being. Well, thank you. You're very kind. I try. I'm, I'm not perfect, certainly, but I truly try um, every day to be my best self and um, make the world a better place, you know? That's a, that's that's all you can do, and if you can do that every day, and you can touch somebody's life every day, it's like it's like I when I uh, mentioned to uh, my son of thirty one that you were going to be on the show, and I said, "Yeah, she's a mm-hmm. she's a makeup artist. She's great." And and he said, "Oh yeah, well, it's a makeup artist." And I said, "She did Metallica." Oh really? Yeah. Oh, now it's it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Believe me, it's so funny. The things like. You know, I'll tell my kids like, oh, I worked with Jalen Brown or, you know, Journey or Metallica or, you know, all these amazing people. And the, the ones, oh, you know, Miley Cyrus, you know, used my lip gloss and, you know, uh, the Gilmore Girls that used to be a TV show. They, my friend Melanie is a makeup artist on that show and she used my product. So it's, it's so funny when my kids are impressed. I, you know, you always want your kids to be impressed, but it's always funny to me what they're impressed about, you know? Oh, I know. It's like, how much makeup does Steven Tyler's mouth take? <laughs> Quite a bit, I would imagine. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> but, you know, it's so fun. I mean, to you know, imagine that, you know, to go to work, you're getting paid, you're in a lovely location, and you're working with someone that's done amazing things, and you get to have, like, half hour, an hour to talk with them. You know, I see it. I'm, I, you know, I, I have my little Oprah Winfrey moments of, you know, doing my little private interviews and it's kind of been fun. Like even on the last TV show I worked on with Isaiah, you know, I'll give him like, Oh, you know, what I spoke with someone about, you know, like what, 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 you know, they told me that, you know, he can elaborate more on, on his interview. So it's kind of like a, pre, I do a pre-interview for, for my, for my clients as well. Absolutely. By the way, Christine, I just want to let you know that that you remember that guy, Matt, who was here a while ago and was saying that he's doing his best to do to get to the doctor when he's supposed to get to the doctor and stuff. Yeah, he is. He's got a doctor appointment in downtown Seattle, which is a good um, 45 minutes away. And it's an he's got an hour to get there and he won't leave because you're so enchanting. Ah! Oh, my goodness. How nice is that? Yes. I'm very honored. Thank you so much. My I, gosh, that's gonna, a very nice compliment. I'm going to take the hint. Kevin usually uses hints that are more <laughs> direct than that, but that's a good one. But it is our pleasure. <laughs> We've been talking about this for a week, having you on. You are so much oh. fun, but you're inspiring, and I've learned a lot from you. I oh, And again, well, thank you for the loved me. ones. I'm so honored. Every really, day, truly, it's a pleasure. Every day, I direct prayers to my parents who left us recently it's all good they're with us they just got to hire real estate now exactly and i hope i get to talk to you again thank you so much for being with us i would love to and again my apologies for being late oh no you're not i'm not you were going to call me or i'm so sorry no no i'm not done with you yet he's leaving because he's got to go get his eye thing but (laughs) okay but now keep on yeah no we've got we've got uh some listeners and so i want to double back 
to go back to where we started from, which is talking about your husband, talking about what has now become the passion really of your life, which is talking about septus. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I, you know, I really just would like people to share this, you know, if they could get dialogue going, Ken and I were completely unaware of sepsis. Uh, you know, we, we heard of it, but we had no idea, you know, the severity of it or, or you know, the symptoms or anything. So if, you know, your listeners could take anything away from this today would be to, to share it with a few people and for them to share it with a few people, just to the, the signs of sepsis or to go to sepsis.org to look, you know, to find out more information. Or if they do have any of the signs, please, please, please go to the doctor, go to the emergency and ask or demand, you know, a, a blood test. It's a 20 minute blood test. They can figure out if you're septic or not, get you on the proper, you know, antibiotic protocol and, and, you know, save your life. You know, it's, you, no one, I would never want anyone to go through what my children and I went through watching Ken uh, die. Such an absolutely tragically horrific. Needless. Death. It was awful. It was needless. He was an amazing person. He was so funny and smart and kind. And, you know, he just, he was so, I could talk to Ken for hours in the day. He was fascinating to me. He always had such an interesting perspective of things and, you know, could, could make light of things or, you know, he was actually amazing. He could listen and, you know, just make you feel really special. You know, he really had that gift of when, he spoke to you. You really felt like you were the only person in the world, which well, is really a gift. That 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 is a gift. And but I I want to make clear that everybody understands because I had this and I didn't. I I tr- ended up treating it. I didn't do it as quickly as I probably should have. But uh, mm-hmm. two hundred fifty thousand people a year die from this in this okay. country. Yep, that is yeah, huge. Crazy. That's that's, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people and, uh, and they die because they don't know they've got it and they don't, and, and they're thinking right. that I'll just, I'll just wait another 24 hours and I'll be okay. There's not, you're, you don't have 24 hours, you know, you just don't. And I just, that's another thing. If people could, could realize with sepsis, this is, it's not something to be taken lightly and it will not cure itself. It will not cure itself. And, you know, I would like to make, change in the medical system and certainly with Kaiser Permanente and, you know, the Dr. John Colbertson that chose not to see my husband, you know, that can't happen. You need to see your patients and you can't be rewarding doctors for not seeing their patients like Kaiser does. Kaiser Permanente, part of their business plan is, you know, not is rewarding, you know, doctors for treating over the phone and and not bringing people in. And there's going to be nothing but loss of life and needless death, like, like, like Ken. And I, I, you know, I hope and pray that I can, you know, make change to, to make that, you know, I would love Kaiser to make change in their, in their protocols and on how they see doctors, you know, see their patients and how they treat their patients. I, that is my goal. Their business, my crusade and 
Yep. Their business model is such that they only get so much time for each patient and it's, it's keep them rolling, keep them moving and stuff. And, yep. and there are times like when factory. exactly. And there are times when that just doesn't work. It's, it's like when I went to the emergency room and, and they saw me, I had this huge rash and they were like, they knew what was going on. And they said, you have septus. And I said, what's that? And they said, well, it could kill yeah, you if you're not careful. Idea. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, is that even possible? Thank God, you know, you were treated, you know, you were very lucky. You were treated in time. If you had gone back the next day, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation today. Oh, exactly. And I was in the hospital for five days on intravenous uh, um, um, drugs. Oh my gosh. And in so much pain, I imagine. It was, it was, it was not pleasant. It was not pleasant. And, yeah. you know, so I, I feel for Ken. I feel for what he went through. I feel for you and the family. Uh, it, it was it was Thank really you tough. So much. But, you know, if if Ken, who's looking down on us, I'm sure he's extremely proud of you, because if you can save somebody from doing something stupid and not going to the doctor when they're feeling that badly, you've done an, mm-hmm. an important mission. No, I know Ken would be very proud of me, and I know he'd be, I know he's down up there looking down going, you know, watch out, Kaiser. My Russian wife is on her broomstick, and she, <laughs> just get out of her way. She is going to squash you like a bug, and he's, you know, he's, he's right. I am. <laughs> <laughs> As well you should. I am. So, so. I agree. I just, so who so who are you gonna go make up now? You gotta uh, make oh, up with somebody question. today. I've got um, I've, I'm on hold. My agent has me on hold for a shoot on Friday, um, but I don't. It, she doesn't tell me. Sometimes when it's a really cool celebrity, they don't tell you till the last minute. So, <laughs> but I've um, I agreed and signed back to you know uh, the second season of um, of uh, Isaiah Washington's Kitchen Talk and if it gets picked up by Fox in the fall. So I'm looking forward to that. And I've got a bunch, I think I'm shooting a, um, a shoot with, um, for L magazine in a, in a week or so. So I've got a bunch of interesting things coming up. So, but, you know, unfortunately with this coronavirus, things have, uh, you know, slowed down a bit, which is, you know, hard on, you know, this is going to be on the economy. It, it, yeah. I don't know how long this is going to go on. It's, it's really frightening. Well, and did it's you like did you hear Tom? On yeah, did you hear Tom Hanks has it now? I did. I heard he and Rita Wilson have it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, and I'm not going to take any more of your time because you've been so gracious with your time, and I really appreciate. It. Oh I, my gosh! But I did want to ask you, you. a question. <laughs> Excuse me. And the, the, that question God is: bless. You deal with a lot of famous people. You've worked with mm-hmm. a lot of people that are are have big names and big bank accounts and, and entourages and all of that. Are they just real people? Absolutely. I mean, there's always a few that are a little, I'll just say extra, but honestly, um, the most, the most famous people are the uh, most easygoing and so gracious and really appreciate what you're doing. Um, I really, honestly, I haven't really had any, I've had a couple, but very few bad experiences. I've been blessed, maybe because I put out such positive, good energy that it kind of is infectious, but everyone I've worked with, honestly, has been just wonderful and fun. And, um, and it's so, 
rewarding to be part of the team that, you know, it's, it's, you know, people don't realize how many people it takes to make a, you know, 30 second commercial and how long it takes us. You know, there's sound guys, there's cameramen, there's stylists, there's prop people, like there's, you know, the food people, there's just, you know, there's a lot of people that it takes and it's fun to work with all these people. They're all nice and creative and fun and, you know, that we all work together with the same common goal and, uh, and create magic. And it's really fun. Well, you know, I, I wish I could, I wish I could be there with you because that would be, I, <laughs> well, I maybe just, one day you will. Yeah, maybe, maybe one day, one day when you're in the Seattle area, you'll have to come in studio and we'll Absolutely. have a good time together. I would love to. I would love that. That would be super fun. And I would love to have you back again to talk to talk more about about yourself, your life, uh, about Ken, his his magical life, and the tragic way in which it ended, as well as Bo, and and stuff. So of course, you've got a wonderful no, anytime. Oh, that'd please, be awesome. Anytime, I would be I would be thrilled to come back anytime. And I really thank you again for having me. And again, my apologies for the oh, don't worry, no worries. Call. And um, it was just such a pleasure you guys were so fun and easy to talk to and i thank your listeners for calling in that was really fun yep and we've got a we got a bunch on the line so so they're just oh. happy to be listening um so okay, well, great. now if somebody wants to get a hold of you if somebody is having let's say somebody's having one of those weddings that they're they're spending like a lot of money and they want to look just absolutely perfect how do they get a hold of you you can email me uh christina C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A at prettygirlmakeup.com. Uh, you can go to christinaflack.com and there's a contact or like a booking area that you can like click on to put in your information. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Christina Flack Makeup. And uh, my makeup line for Instagram is uh, Pretty Girl Makeup and it's P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-I-R-L-M-K-U-P. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter and I'm all over the place, but, um, you know, I would love, you know, it's so much fun doing what I do and I, I love it. And I love look, meeting new people. Super. It's one of the gifts with purchase of my job. Well, you know, you, you really do need to work on your, your online presence because you've only got like 15,000 <laughs> followers and I'm not exaggerating. Oh, well, I'm very blessed. And you are very cool. I'm very, very blessed. Christina, well, thank you. Christina Flagg has been our guest, and and go do some, go look at her stuff. You'll be amazed at how many people she's she's done makeup for, and how good she makes them look. And 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 by the way, you're you're a very attractive young lady as well, with five kids. Oh, well, that's hard so to believe. Much. Yes. Oh, well, I hired myself for that picture. Actually, no, that's <laughs> not true. My make my makeup artist Amanda Graham uh, did my makeup for. Uh, my image my headshot there and um richard too was uh my photographer and so i had a really i had a very nice glam squad making me look like my best version of myself which is always nice to get made up and look and look like a princess it is it definitely is yeah i agree again we've been well, talking you have a beautiful day i'm gonna and you and yes. you do and and uh we've been talking with uh, christina flack and she is wonderful go to her website which is uh christinaflack.com and away you go so thank you thank you again young lady for being here we really appreciate you. having you i am so grateful to be on your show thanks again I look forward hey to and thanks for listening too. to this have a great day all the way to the end bye hey, pretty cool
Bye-bye. Don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other is all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.